And we are back, baby. We back. For episode 15 of the Jab Podcast. It's Miller time. No free ads. Let's go. Um, let's go, baby. Coming off a great. Oh, damn. He's double fisting. Oh, fuck. Pay-per-view, re, pay-per-view recap week, baby. Yeah. Let's fucking go, man. What a card Saturday. Um, you know, the main event, lackluster ending, but it was hey, a, we missed. You know, it was a it was a fun fight for the round it was. We missed and we'll get to that. predictions. Oh yeah. I mean for fight of the night and performance of the night. But in my defense, I mean uh Price and Pereira. Yeah. You know, Dana kind of gave the nod to Chris Matino for sure. Yeah. Deserve gained so. gained two two hundred thousand followers. Really? I think I'm it was one of them. No, it's like one are you really? Yeah. It was like one thousand maybe it's a hundred thousand, but like when he took the fight, like somebody like screen grabbed it, right? It was like when he took the fight, he had like two thousand followers. And then like after Saturday night he, it was like one oh two. It was like, fuck, dude. This dude gained my respect for sure, yeah, man. That's cool. I mean that's cool. so Dan to the first point. Dana gives the nod to to Sean and and Matino for yeah, fight of the night. Let this but kid get an extra seventy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Seventy five. Good point. Seventy. Yeah. You know, bonuses were seventy five grand this weekend. Are they so. doing that on pay per view? Every pay per view? No. Nah, he Dana mentioned somebody asked him. You know, do you want to do you want to start doing this? Like, and he's like, hell no. He's like that would like ruin our budget. So he's oh, really. Okay. He said he just did it in like a spur of a moment, like f- during the fighter meetings. He's like, one point eight million. Yeah, he was like, he was like, fuck it. They, right, would, so. they wouldn't lose no money doing that. Hell no. Nah. Um, but uh, let's get into the, some news, and uh, then we'll recap last week. Um, I'm just gonna run through this, and Shawnee, if you got anything, just just uh, jump in. So, we're, let's talk about UFC 266. Um. Dude, that's turned yeah, out to be yeah, a it's, huge card. So, we kind of knew – we didn't – did we know an official date for no. Volkanovski? No. Okay. So, um, while which, I'm doing this – Volkanovski look, came on Joe Rogan's podcast a while back, and he said sometime in September. Was which what, I don't think he was supposed to say that. I don't that. think he was either, but that was – he was. He, right. I don't even think he so knew for sure. That's when is he, UFC 266? September 25th. Okay. Yes, September 25th. So, that's going to be the headliner, Volkanovski Ortega – Lauren Murphy is getting her shot at well, Valentina Shevchenko. Deservingly so. Yeah, for sure. And then the fun one, man. Every fight – if you call yourself a fight fan. For real. This the, is the, it, bro. The rematch. Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler with the caveat, five, five rounds. rounds. How do the Diaz brothers – I know, man. Those Diaz brothers. Those Diaz brothers. Man, what a fun fight, dude! How do they swing that? Five this is round shit? yeah, that's that's fun as shit, man. Um, do you think Dana or whoever the the fight maker in that seat says like, "Hey, what do y'all think of five rounds?" Or do you think it's the Diaz brother saying, "Hey, I need this to be five rounds"? Man, I don't know. I mean, Nick. I think Nick want. I think definitely this time around. Yeah, it was Nick because Nick's. This is this is Nick's first fight in forever. Forever, man. Forever. So he's Ch- one- Chase Hooper was three years old. What? Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. No I, way. I haven't fact checked it, but yeah. Damn. No way. That Maybe, can't be right. No, that can't be that right. Can't it was a twenty fourteen. Yeah, dude. Okay, I mean, I'm, it's been a shit. No. It's shit. It's been a long ass time. I'm getting my. I'm getting. Maybe my it was fa- like thirteen. I'm getting my facts mixed up. I think it was something else. I think it was. That's fucking crazy. No, man. it was the first time. It was okay. 
Excuse me. The first time they, they fought. fought. The I first time Robbie Diaz fought that Chase Hooper okay, was okay. three years old. Okay. That makes more sense. I can I can get on board with that because what was that, like 05, 06? Something crazy? Know. Yeah. So, um, j- yeah, that card is stacked, dude. Um, okay, the – I'll pose this question to you since we just talked about that. Um, do you give Murphy any kind of chance? No, not really. It's not sad. Really. I don't either. But just, I mean, just and, but that's more of a compliment to Valentina than, sure. a, than a disrespect to Does Lauren Murphy. Does Lauren Murphy deserve it? 110%. 110%. She's, she's earned her shot. Everybody else has had her shot. Besides her, her JoJo, and she went out and, and beat JoJo, so exactly. definitely, definitely. But that was on it. JoJo. She didn't have to take a fight. No, no. Um, let's move on here. Uh, light heavyweight division, fun fight. Jimmy Crute versus uh, uh, Jamal Hill. October second. Did we did we talk no. about? Okay, okay. I'm so pumped for that fight. Yeah, that, man. That was my that was my most favorite fight to announce, yeah. even over the title fights and all that. That um, fight's gonna be fun as hell. October second. We're gonna get that. And uh, I think Jimmy Crute's the future of a light heavyweight, dude. He definitely could, man. And Jamal Hill's, you know, good on his feet. So this guy if, loves Jesus, if, man. If if, uh, if, if uh, Jimmy Crute goes in there and wants to stand with him, who knows what You could argue both these guys are the – I could maybe see Hill maybe going down to 185 in the in the future, but – I don't know, man. It just know, depends, man. That's man. The big, is that not the biggest weight gap, light heavyweight and middleweight? Right. That's 20 – yeah, that's – well, I mean, besides heavyweight, but uh, – All right. But uh, yeah, that yeah, that's the biggest jump. Um, Marina Rodriguez versus Mackenzie Dern, October ninth. That's, that's gonna be damn near going to be a title eliminator fight. That's um, going to be fun fight. Patty Pimlet's going to make his UFC debut versus Luigi Vendorimi, September fourth. How's Mat versus? Uh, Finally coming back. Lee Jang Lee, UFC two sixty seven. He just knocked out Ponzinibbio, right? C- like February, I think March. Legion. Yeah, but then Ponzi came back, right? Yeah, Ponzi fought yeah, uh, yeah, Carmel Thunder. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, um, yeah, you're all over that. Um, <laughs> Askarov Carmel Al- Thunder just stuck with me for some reason. I mean, how could it not? Askarov's uh, had to pull out of his fight against Alex I'm Perez. Glad you August twenty eighth, we got Matt Schnell step, stepping in. Damn, that's a fucking tongue twister. Why Matt Schnell stepping in? And he's coming off a loss at bantamweight right. to Bontarine. So uh, ba- yeah, Bontarine, right? So I mean, that's a that's a lot for Alex Perez to accept that fight against Matt Schnell. To me, like he's got more to lose than he does if he wins. Agreed. Uh, Carlos Felipe versus Andre Arlovsky. Is in the works for October. There's no, there's no definitive yeah, date yet. Felipe got his. Wit. I'm pretty sure he. Yeah, he out. called him out yeah, after him out of his last. Fight. Who did he? Who did he fight? I took. I took. Uh, I, I last minute. Jake Collier. Jake Cor- Collier. Yes, I, 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 I changed last minute and went on Collier. Um, did we mention Barboza Chikazi last week? I think so. Giga but Chikaze, throw, I mean. Edson Barbosa, Giga Chikatsi, uh August 28th. Yeah, that's cause, yeah, we did bring it up because okay. I said it was going to headline a okay. fight night. Do you have any more fight announcements before I get to news? Yeah, I got uh, Phil Halls and Deron Wynn. They were supposed to fight this Saturday. That fight's been rescheduled for October 9th. Okay. okay. Uh, Amanda Hebos and Verna Jandaroba, uh, they're going to fight October 30th on UFC 267. I think that's a fun fight. I think, yeah, yeah. You know, Janaroba's fucking awesome on the ground. I, she just tapped out. Who she just fight a uh, weekend Jan- before last? Janaroba? Um, damn it. 
she like broke her arm. It was the Chinese girl. Remember right. She broke her arm. She couldn't pick her um, hand up. Yeah, but, I uh, can't fucking think of it off remember. the top of my head. Uh, Alexander Romanov versus Jand- uh, Jared Vandera, October 9th. Damn, I missed a lot. No, I only got two more. Uh, Bobby Green and Raphael Fizzy or Fazeev. Fazeev. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah, fucking yeah. badass. Like he's, he's coming I like back. I think this is his first fight of 2021. It may be his second. That's uh, August 7th at UFC 265. And then Jack Shore, the undefeated Welsh Jack Shore, is yes. facing – I did Sa- see this. Saeed Nurmagomedov on did September that. 4th. That's going to be a fun one. Um, That's all I've got as far as fight announcements. Let's get into uh, some stuff, you know, willing to, you know, make note of here. Um, Chad Mendez is is saying the itch is uh, is getting – I saw that. More – yeah, so he's – I mean – Is he going to fight at Bantamweight? I think, man – no, he would have to come in. Well, he fought at featherweight, right? He Not was a, bantamweight. Yeah, yeah, and he was a thick featherweight. I was thinking right. like featherweight or lightweight. But you put him in the lightweight division, he man, he just takes L's, if you ask me. I'll put him up against a Jamie Stevens. Good. Yeah, but Mendez is on a higher level than that. I don't know. He's been off. Yeah, We're going to see what Misha Tate brings back to the table this yeah, Saturday. We will. Um, Nevada will no longer sanction fighters – for marijuana. Man, that came that, out like the day after we recorded last week, and I forgot all about it. I'm glad yeah, you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. And it's it's willing to note that Nick the Nick Diaz fight is going to be in Vegas, I believe, 266. Well, see, I had a lot of people saying, like, how the fuck is that? Because Nick Diaz was blazing up during the press conference. Right, that was, fight, that okay. fight card was in Arizona. So, this is strictly for Nevada, Nevada, which is a big deal. I mean – Yeah, I mean, every fucking yeah. – almost every week's there almost. Well, of course, for the – for like the – Fight nights. The fight shit, nights yeah. for the rest of this year for, are definitely going to be in, in Nevada. So, Did you see – I saw something today on, online that uh, Aljermaine Sterling, I, I'm really having a turn of heart on this guy. He came out today and said he, that he doesn't want to – he does not want to fight in Abu Dhabi, but he's not going to argue and get in, get in like an argument with Dana White over it. Like he'll fight anyway, but he prefers not to fight. Like It's yeah. almost like putting a bug in Dana's ear. Yeah, he's – Man, I loved Aljo. I love Aljo. I still do. But man, yeah, he's he's whiny. He's, yeah, he's he's whiny, man. Um, did want to mention this: the UFC um, has sold the branding rights to Crypto. dot com. Um, yeah, so you saw, saw that on the fight. Like, yeah. yeah, that was everywhere this past Saturday. So a uh, hundred and seventy-five million dollar deal. So hopefully the fighters can get a little maybe. But we can't give out seventy-five thousand bonuses because that would hurt our budget. Yeah, correct. Um, that's all I had, man. That's, that's horseshit. You know, it is horseshit. It is horseshit, man. Uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe, and it was like, dude, did you notice everybody at the weigh-ins, right? You know, normally they come out in their workout clothes and, and, you know, nothing's, nothing's, you might see a guy wear, wear their, their shirt that they're going to walk out with on Saturday. Every one of them was wearing their fight kits, except for Connor. I didn't notice. Connor that. was wearing shorts and like a fucking collared shirt. He like was he, wearing, yeah, he was wearing. Like he his just fucking, fucking showed up. He was wearing his fucking suit when he was getting his hands taped. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did notice that. But yeah, at the weigh-ins, it was like he just like rolled up, and it was like, oh, well, the press conference on Thursday. You text oh, me. It's like it's supposed to start at what seven seven thirty. Yeah, you text me, and you're like, uh, I'd you already. Watching? I was like, you watching? Yeah, I'd already logged or got in on YouTube and. I was like, this motherfucker's running late. Yeah, this motherfucker's running late. Everybody's he, waiting on Connor. Then he showed up, and he was clearly drunk. I mean, he, he was, was drunk. drunk. Yeah, he was drunk, dude. He I don't was, know, man. 
I don't know, man. It's not a not a good weekend for Connor, man. Um, I don't know. Let's get into we'll get it, man. Let's get into it, man. Um, Recapping last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we lost the very first uh, fight yeah, of the night. That was, so uh, who Yao Zong and uh, uh, Alan Ogmet? Ag- yeah, COVID protocols. Alan Ogmetov or whatever. No, uh, Ahmedovsky. 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 Yeah. It was COVID protocols on his end. Which don't make sense because he it was in his in. camp. It was in his camp. It was in his okay. camp. Okay, yeah. I was about to say he he was at the the weigh ins and around everybody. So if it was him, like right, right, red um, flag. So the opener for the new opener is uh, Zumagula versus Rome Rivera. Fun fucking fight, and like, dude, Zumagulov. There's not much to say in this fight. Um, there's they're scrambling back and forth, but Zumagulov gets. Um, the fucking guillotine, and it's one of the tightest. It was gu- like a weird. It yeah, was like a bro. It was like a man. It was the like a weird the angle. Had, the way he had his head, like there was yeah. no way Rivera could have got out of that. Dude, it was like, mm, it just his like fucking Rivera's neck, bro. It it was tight, and it was uh, as soon as Zumagula put it on, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. The uh, sad thing is, is I think Rivera's probably. Out of the UFC, like so he that moves him to that moves him to ten and six, and he's zero oh and four, zero oh and four in the UFC. Yeah. yeah, so I mean he's he, he could very well. But that was Umagulov's first first UFC win. I mean, right? They were both coming off losses. Yeah, I mean, the uh, Zumagulov has you know way more potential, but he's a lot um, older too. Rivera's yeah. young enough where he can go back to what you know whatever promotion he came from, or, or find another promotion and, and and rebuild and get better and come back to the UFC. You know, right. but he, it's just. You hate to see a guy like that get cut, but for sure, um, middleweight division: Brad Tavares versus Omar Amari Agmedov. This was a unanimous decision for, or no split? Excuse me, split decision for uh, Tavares. Right. Twenty nine, twenty eight on all three cards. I had it. I had it. Twenty nine, twenty eight, Brad. Um, I had even though I picked up Medov, yeah, I had a twenty nine, twenty eight off Medov. But Th- I was, those first two rounds I was were very biased. Yeah, man, those first two rounds were razor thin. Um, you could have went either way. I, I, I can see, I can see how you gave it to, you know, Medov. If you if you're on the camp of right. he you, won the fight, if you had money on him, and you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a, it, it wasn't a bad, a bad decision though. Uh, not by any means. We'll get that. We'll get to that later. You gonna bring um, up what I said before the podcast? yeah yeah go ahead I'm about to th- I was about to throw it to you I just saw a note before we started recording that said uh, let me pull it up because I don't remember it word for word and I don't want to I don't want to misquote <clears throat> anything on here but it, but I mean why why you pull that up I mean both guys look great here so what you're about to say is kind of is how old is, is Amari Akhmedov man I want to say Tavares is older uh, they're both like 34 35 I think you're right um. Cause, cause, uh, uh, I think, I think Joe or, or, or DC said it on the, you know, Brad's for as long as he's been in the UFC and he, and he, um, he's now in the top three in wins in, in middleweight division in the UFC. Um, uh, him and now Brad Tavares, he was a tough guy, wasn't he? Right. Is uh, he middleweight? Was he always at middleweight? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think you're he right. was with Chuck and Tito. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that so that enough. would have been that says enough right That would have been yeah, that would have been like season 11, 12, something like that. Um so I mean, I, I think Joe or somebody said like Tavares is is just now entering his prime. I mean, cuz when he was on I mean, cuz he's 
they say you know they say your prime's like I mean, 33 34 so really i think that's changing nowadays with you know in the in the sport millenni- yeah. millennials and gen z guys like you know you you people are getting hit in their prime a lot sooner than right. that now like the main event this week coming up makachev he's 29 years old and there's guys out there dodging him right um anyway <clears throat> the tweet i read before we started recording about uh akhmedov is uh uh, Mario Akhmedov has been removed from the UFC.com fan rankings pool and moved to the former fighter section of the UFC.com roster. Akhmedov has been removed from the rankings, and Andre Munez is taking the number 15 ranking in the middleweight division. So is this a is this a contract issue or I mean I it's got to be right he I can't he can't he couldn't have gotten cut from that performance I don't know his contract it had to have been his it had to have been his last fight on but his wouldn't deal. you like wouldn't you give him a chance to, like refigure a contract before you made like took him from the rankings I mean Leon Edwards didn't fight for three years but I mean you you know Dana fight. you know if you don't get something done right then we'll all pull him from the rankings we don't want you know we don't want him to sign with Bellator and then him end up being on our you know. Still on our rankings page. It's, it, it's got to be something like that. I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the Corey Anderson deal on that. <laughs> I mean, Madoff just beat Tom Breeze in January. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking dude. He's a good fighter, man. I mean, he, I mean, he was ranked for a reason. Um, let's move on. Featherweight or flyweight women's flyweight division. Jennifer Maya. Just maybe, maybe it has to do with the UFC's budget. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Uh, Jennifer Maya, Jessica I. Now this is this is a bad decision in my opinion. Um, really? Yeah, I gave I one and three. Um, Maya with the uh, with the second round, the nasty cut that yeah. that that was from a headbutt, right? Yeah, or headbutt, a, unintentional, it, cl- right, right. Of it, the heads, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, I was was pressuring her the whole the whole fight. Maya was on their back foot the whole time. Um, my, in my opinion, didn't do anything on the feet that that was worthy of of stealing. She she did get that take. Like even in the second round, I gave it to her because she did get a takedown at the end of the round, and the 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 stand up exchanges were were pretty much fifty fifty. So right, her getting that I'm takedown in the exactly. second round, I, I did give her the second round, but but yeah, I mean, I I stand up looked great in in all three rounds, the That's whole fight. I, I, yeah, I don't have the numbers I'm in front of me. She had to have right outstruck her. She had to have outstruck I'm pulling up a stats right now. No, dude, the strikes and significant strikes are pretty well identical. I mean, really? even I outstruck her by like two or three punches. What about but kicks, though? Significant strikes. Uh, total total strikes, my had 102 out of 269, so her percentage is better, and I had 104 out of 281. So my's percentage is a little better. Um, as far as I mean, everything's pretty well identical. The only thing is, I went two for two on her, two for three on her takedowns, and Maya didn't land a takedown. She says zero for zero, like she didn't. Even Maya didn't. One. No, that can't be right. She got a takedown in the second round. That's UFC stats, dude. Or maybe it's know. a scramble. I don't know. She ended I don't up know on. How that I don't know. Maybe as I'm not remembering. As, as far as round by round, they both landed 34 strikes in the first. Uh, Maya landed 34 in the second. I landed 32, and then I landed 34 in the third, and my only landed 30. I mean, it's a pretty damn even fight. Like, and it was, it it was a unanimous decision, right? 20, yeah. yeah, yeah 29-28, no, 29-28, 30-27. So, yeah. No, sir. Yeah, no, I mean. No, sir. No, not 30-27. I mean, it, maybe I'm just, I mean, it, this is Sal D'Amato that gave it You saying that she didn't get so. a takedown, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch it. I, I feel like she got a takedown. In that second rule, 
Maybe she just outstruck her in that second round. I don't know, man. But in the moment, it's, in my, in know, my notes, it she could be that it could simply be because of the cut on her head. It could. Yeah, simply, she definitely wore the loss. If if you want to right, say that. that's right, that's what I'm saying. Right, like, right, man, right. this this fight so like even even us. I hate that fucking even casual fans. You know that watch it like I hate that fucking mentality though. But he, as a casual fan, they just watch it it's like, damn, she's fucking bleeding. Like she's you could wearing, see her skull, bro. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like I she mean, must be losing, right? If yeah. she's bleeding that bad, she's got to be losing. She's got to be losing, right? She's, I mean, not that it was incidental or anything, you know. So I mean, that was a close fight. I'm not really mad. If with that the if that cut is anywhere left or right, the fight gets stopped because it. I mean, it was it for for well, it to happen. Yeah, it was in the purpose. The yeah, yeah, right. It was. I mean, it was dripping right down her nose. I mean, yeah, it had to. Have, some have gotten in her eyes, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, moving on to the middleweight division. Tre- uh, Trevin Giles versus Drickus Duplessis. We better fucking pronounce it right because he got pissed. Well, you us. just pronounce it wrong if you're going to go off Anakin then because they were saying Duplessis. 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 I thought it was Duplessis. Hold on. I text you. You did. You I text you. It's Duplessis. That's what they were saying. Duplessis. Okay. Okay. My bad. Uh, yeah. Drickus Duplessis. South African. Right. So I like this guy in his last fight against Marcus oh, Perez. Oh, Even he's I, that motherfucker. I had dude. Marcus Perez picked. I don't know, man. I don't know because I'm not. I'm not high on Trevin yeah. Giles. I don't know if Trevin Giles was. Either, I, I kind of feel like Trevin Giles in this fight was overconfident because he had his hands down by his hips a lot in this fight. Like he thought he was going to get a, a knockout. Or I don't know if he was trying to put on a show because he knew he was mm-hmm. on the Connor card right. and there was eyes on him. Right. But me- I mean, Duplessis. Who, who did the judges give the first round to? They give it to Duplessis. Duplessis. Okay. Duplessis. <laughs> he said, remember my name. Remember my name. I, he said, my I, name is Drickus Duplessis. It's pretty fucking easy from where I come from, but in a matter. Yeah. Oh he my. didn't say fucking. I added well, yeah, it. I added it for funny. a fact. But he he was talking to Joe. He's like, it's a pretty simple name from where I come from, but over here, apparently it's, you know, it's That's hard. Great. I didn't yeah, catch yeah. that. I didn't catch that. So, uh, yeah, man. He, I mean, he looked good for what it was. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I know you're not sold on Giles. I kind of am. I mean, Giles is a he's fought good competition, he's top twenty, twenty five. He guy. doesn't. He doesn't beat. He doesn't beat the guys like that. You know, like Kevin. I'm pretty sure he's fought Kevin Holland or, or Buckley. Yeah. He's lost to both of those guys. Um, he beat uh Roman Delice, and the only reason he beat him is because Delice didn't put any fucking pressure on him. Right. Um, moving on to a weird one here, uh, dude. Featherweight division: Ron Hall versus Ily Taporia. Ilya Taporia, Ilya Taporia is oh, yeah. the next big thing in featherweight. I mean, and he's the next. Give this guy a real name. Give this guy Dan Ige next. Yeah, Ryan Hall. Oh shit, dude, jumping him up. Yeah, no, that, I think he's on that level though. I really do. Yeah, I, he's I mean, he, he he's ranked number fifteen as of today. Give him a Mazar uh, Evolov, the guy that yeah. just fought. Uh, fuck, who did who did Evolov just fight? It was a close fight. Dude, I have the worst memory, man. If you tell me, I'll be like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I know. He just anyways, like Ryan, a month ago. Ryan Hall's doing what he did in every fucking fight. Was it Dawkins? Kyle Dawkins? Mm, no, I feel like Kyle Dawkins won. No, no. Kyle Dawkins is a fucking middleweight. This is featherweight. Who the fuck? Dude. Oh, it was uh, Mean Hakeem. Dawadu. Oh, no. Yes, you're think. right. You're right. Hakeem Dawadu. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's, All right, that's so exactly right. Here's your rankings. 15 is Tapuria. Just moved to 15 after beating Ryan Holm. Uh, Burgos is at 14. 
I like that. That's kind of surprising. I like yeah, that. I would I would watch that fight too. Uh, Evlov, Soda Yusuf, Bryce Mitchell, Giga Chikotse rounds out the Bryce Mitchell. Where 10 you through at, 15. bro? So yeah, I mean Tapuria, like Ryan Hall to figure him out. You know, people dodge him too just because his style's weird. Oh yeah. And Tapuria said, "Yeah, sign me up." He's a he's a jujitsu black belt. So I mean, he's. So and you could tell watching that fight. I mean, the fight obviously ended that. Well, yeah, Ryan Hall kept doing the same fucking. Yeah, that roll. The shit. roll, try to grab a leg. I but mean, that he, would fuck me up if I was in the. Oh yeah, it would. But like, switch it up a little bit, Ryan. Like, switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you kept bro. trying to do the same. Yeah, thing. you just kept and trying to do the same as thing. As soon as Taporia yeah. like was able to dodge, time, it do, and, time yeah. that roll, jump yeah. on top of him, and then ah, he got yeah. his he got his fucking arm. He had his arm behind him where Ryan Hall couldn't get his head out of the way, and he was fucking. Yeah, he was that fucking point. him up. I mean, he yeah, he was fucked at that point. Ryan Hall couldn't do nothing. I mean, if Ryan Hall just maybe throws in a different fucking try to, you know, jump guard type technique, you know, Ryan Hall, may, who who's to say he grabs a leg and an arm, and he, you know, he fucking. But I, you got to give credit to where credits due. I mean, Taporia fucking like you said. I mean, timed it exactly right. Fucking got on top. Taporia yeah, to me so, has like the. You gotta see him in there against. You he know, has some a, of the best. A, a punch better high level striker, in my opinion. In my opinion, I, his punching power at featherweight is fucking impressive. Like everybody knocks Arnold Allen because he can't finish nobody. He's sitting at six. I think if you throw Taporia, I like the Shane Burgos or the Evlov thing, but I really. Where's, I him, where's Josh Emmett? Because Emmett's getting ready to come back, right? Seven. He dropped down one. I'm assuming yeah, he's after getting. Arnold. He's got to be getting healthy, right? He he's tore his ACL, right? He had surgery. Like, yeah. was, was it ACL? I thought it was like his back, like a spine problem, maybe or neck. I don't know, but he's. I don't know what. We'll no, nah, maybe you're it. right. I don't know. We'll uh, look into it, but yeah, I mean, he hadn't fought since Burgos last year, and that was part of the year candidate. For sure. But Burgos is sitting at seven, so I mean, you can see a uh, or Burgos. I'm sorry, Emmett's sitting at seven, so you can see like a him and Inge. Yeah. Uh welterweight division, Nico Price versus Michelle Pereira. Um, I mean, a fun fight, a very good a fight. fight. Uh um, what did you think of the backflip? Oh, he uh, he about got it. He about he about kicked what, him right in the face. That's what I was about to say. That would have counted as illegal, right? This kicking a downed opponent. Yeah, for sure. I mean it would have when he does that, he tries to kick him in the solar plexus. But he ended up in mount out of it, so right. it turned out good. For right, him. it turned out great. But yeah, I mean, he yeah, kicks it. him in the face; it's over. Right. You know? I mean, Nico. Well, I mean, I'm sure Nico would try to still fight, but yeah, yeah, you can't you can't do if that? If it was Algermain, he it tries been to over kick- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he does that shit, he tries to kick him in the chest, like solar plexus, okay. like like Chell Sun and Anderson Silva type. I shit. just want to know this guy's thought process. I don't know, dude. He he gasses out like so. So the he's a big ass welterweight though, huge. Rogan was saying huge. he was two hundred over two hundred. I don't believe that. Dude. You know, I don't believe that. You can't put how on tall 30. is he? I don't know. He's you're asking me questions I don't fucking know. I'm just saying, but that, I'm dude. just saying, like he if he putting on if he's putting on thirty pounds. I mean, he's in Rumble Johnson territory. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like Rumble Johnson used I mean, to make one seventy back in the day. But I don't. I never. He may. I mean, he may, dude, but that's like, fucking crazy. You remember bro. when Tiago Alves fought George St. Pierre? People said that about him. Like, dude, he's got a massive weight cut. Like, he's a he's yeah. But Tiago, well, no, we weren't talking about two hundred yeah. for Tiago. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty 190 sure one ninety maybe. But uh, I mean, fun fight. This was a very close rounds one and two. Pereira gases big time. And Price definitely takes. I love Price's mentality. Like when he knows, and I wish more fighters would pay attention. It's like. If you know you gotta have a finish, go for broke. Go for broke. 
and and even in this position, he Price didn't necessarily know for sure he lost rounds one and two. I mean, round two was pretty close. Yeah. Round two was pretty damn close. I mean, so – and especially with these damn judges. These judges could give you – you know, see around your, in your favor, no doubt. So, even if there was a, just a slight hint that maybe I do need to finish, Price is that motherfucker. But um, we do get 29-28 on all three cards. It, it was the right decision, for sure. I'm not Thoughts? Um, I mean, I like the fight. I, I, I actually went back and watched this fight last night, and – I was, I had to go back and watch this fight and the Connick Griffin fight, and I'm glad I went back and watched this one just because, like, I yeah, th- I don't. I wish I would have done the same thing because Saturday night I don't remember either fight. Like, I want to know. I like, is like uh, I don't, I don't 100 remember it. You know what I mean? I remember the. I don't know it's just, like, but like I say that I say that second round is close. It it may not have been. You know what I mean? So. So I, I want. I just curious to see what's next for. For Pieta and Price, because Price's last two fights was Cowboy, right? Was I feel like Pereira gets a top fifteen guy? You in the you in the? Yeah, I mean fifteen is Muslim uh, Salikov who just fought like a I don't remember if he fought like a I don't remember if he fought I don't want to lie to you. Then it's Sean Brady at fourteen who's obviously fighting Kevin Lee, uh, Ponzinibbio at thirteen. I want to say he's got a fight lined up. I think he does. Uh, Lee Jiang, we just said, is getting ready to fight Chimaev. Damian Mai, which who knows if he's going to fight again. Uh, Jeff Neal, and I think – I'm pretty sure Jeff Neal – You did Jeff, Jeff Neal? Jeff Neal's at 10, but I'm pretty sure his last fight he said he wanted to take some time off again. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Pereira's, Pereira's you know – Pereira's close to that he, top 15. He's, he's, he's on the cusp If you get somebody it. that's going to take him down, it's a wrap. You think so? Yeah. I mean – it credited him for what two takedowns in that fight? No, I'm saying like take him down and gas him out early. You know what I mean? Well, Rogan brought up a good point. Is like everything he throws, he throws with so much explosiveness. Like by round three, yeah, he's, he's just he's fast twitch. Every yeah, that's what he said. I mean, fast dude, twitch. he's yeah. Every muscle in his body is just that's just how high he fiber, is, like you know? fucking. And you know, high like, voltage. I mean, not high fiber. What the fuck am I talking? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, same division here, man. My Max Griffin looked great. Yeah, this was Carlos my pick. Condit. This was my pick for fight of the night. I was kind of. It's a close fight, but Griffin edged out every round. In my, I opinion. wasn't kind of, but I was surprised the way those leg kicks at the uh, opening round just had like had Condit turning his whole body when yeah. when Griffin would kick him. Off. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, was, was that? he's done that in the past too. I didn't. I didn't so, get that, man. And yeah. that just it was a bad look. It's, it had to be a bad look for the judges too. But at the same time, I think. I, you said the prime's 34, 35. How old is Max Griffin? Because this guy's turned a corner in his career. He has. He's, he's turned a corner in his career. and uh, He's found the fountain of youth, man. Let's let's see Max Griffin, Michelle Prieta. Neither one of them's in the top 15. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I wouldn't I'm be down with that, that at all. Um, Condit, I mean, he'll still be, he'll still be around. I mean, yeah, you, can give a, him, you can give him fun fights. You can make him a gatekeeper at this point. Yeah, for sure. Day. Even a Nick Diaz fight maybe possibly down the line. Who knows? Is Robbie's got to be in the top 15, right? No, Robbie's been Robbie's lost, dude. I think Robbie wow. was fifteen not too long ago, but he's not in it anymore. Main card time, bantamweight division: Sugar Sean O'Malley, Chris Martino. Man, man, do you have the pull up the numbers, dude? I don't even want to talk about this fight, bro. Why? 
Because I bet like everything remaining on Sean O'Malley oh. in the first. Oh, I know, but how close did this fight getting come to getting stopped in the first? The numbers in Holy between shit. in between rounds one and two was the was the highest. Because like he was out on his feet. How did you feel about O'Malley doing the basketball shit during the? Fight? That's just him. That's, That's just, just him, bro. When sons he, and four. I mean, when he was doing it, and then he he was dribbling, and then he threw the fucking wheel kick. Yeah. Like I thought he. Oh my god. He thought he did it. Dude, if if there's a, ever a case for a 10-7 round, it's that round one. Yeah, I mean. That I'm, round I'm, one was about as fucking uneven as you can get. But, I don't know the numbers. But, I mean, fucking Matino was walking him down. He was oh, taking he was, it. He was. He, the but numbers, that, doesn't, that doesn't take away the fact that he was getting yeah, his ass whooped. I've got the numbers. 77 strikes. O'Malley in that first round, twenty four from Motino, and it doesn't landed get, or thrown. Landed. I feel like this is landed. One oh seventy seven of one oh six for O'Malley in the first round. That's a Motino set. threw one oh six. No, I'm talking oh. about O'Malley. Seventy. Oh. He he landed seventy seven of one oh six for oh. a seventy two percent strike efficiency in the first round. Second round, nothing changed. A seventy out of ninety eight for a seventy one percent efficiency. God. And round three, nothing changed. 83 of 114 for 72 efficiency landed. He broke the record for highest uh, percentage of strikes landed. So, total strikes, uh, O'Malley landed 230 out of 318. Man. So, the big question is, do you – Herb Dean, do you let Matino get to a decision? Fuck Herb Dean, dude. I'm out on on Herb Dean. But, no, fuck fuck a – Moral victory at that point, you know. Yeah. What I mean, you I know, mean, fuck this dude. He's is, looking this dude out for hurt, his. This dude was hurt more in the first round and in the second round than he was at that point of the third round. At that Herb point, Herb had just seen enough. Herb had just seen enough. Even though, even though he could have seen enough in the first round and the second round. You want my honest opinion? He had money on it. Yeah. He may. I mean, Herb had but, money. Herb had money on on O'Malley inside the distance. Inside, inside the disc. But then why not stop it in the first and second round? That contradicts yourself. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because maybe Herb said, okay, O'Malley's going to drop this mother. He's going to give O'Malley his chance to make the highlight, highlight real finish. And oh, then okay. I got third you. round, I oh, got shit, you. I got 30 seconds left. Do something here. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I've seen enough. I've nah. seen enough. I'm waving this thing off. He can't. He couldn't have. He can't bet on it, dude. Mm, Pete Rose did. His wife could. <laughs> So, all right, so we got Sugar calling out Peter Yawn, Rob Font, Cody Garbrandt, and there's one more. I'm pretty sure he called out Font Rob. Yeah, Dom. Dom. Font and Dom. He said, Dom is dodging me, and he said, Font Rob, where are you at? He called out Cody, Dom. He said, Dom was dodging I think you do the Ricky Simone fight. If you're not – first of all, you do Garbrandt. If Garbrandt doesn't take it, no. Because Garbrandt Gar- says he's going to flyweight. Yeah, Garbrandt's already said his next fight's at flyweight. But boy, but you, boy, you could you could put that on an ESPN card and it sells like a motherfucker. I think you do O'Malley Cheeto Vera too. Only because I'm every call- time they say O'Malley thirteen and one, he's holding up the goose egg. Give him a chance to redeem that. But I mean he's still gonna have the one. Yeah, but give him a chance. He still to, hold give up. Him a, the o. Give him a chance to redeem it, is what I want to say. I'm I like calling- Cheeto Vera too, man. Yeah, I do too. I'm going. I don't think they'll do it just because O'Malley's done developed that fan base and that excitement to where people are gonna, you know, people are gonna watch him no matter what. 
So they're going to still like let him build his record up a little bit before they give him a tough guy. I'm calling for Ricky Simone. That's what I want. Sugar versus Ricky Simone. It could happen. I I, I want Garbrandt. I just I just don't think that's going to happen. He, did he crack the top fifteen? Uh, had to right. Bantamweight. Well, I don't know. I mean, he didn't beat nobody. Yeah, he didn't uh, beat nobody. I mean, all of you know. No, he didn't crack it. I mean, all respect to Chris Matina. I mean, he's got a place in the UFC. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, who got a chance um, to earn earn his earn his uh, keep there? We move on. This is a this is a surprising fight, but women's bantamweight division: Irene Aldana versus Yayan Kutsky. I hate that I did Kunitsky. this. Um, I hate that I did this. I, uh, Aldana missed weight by three and a half pounds. I think three and a half. Uh, I switched my pick. Cheat. Yeah, I know I you switched did. my pick, but. I, that doesn't mean I'm giving you credit. No. Because you went off of it. Um, no, I don't deserve credit. Right. Aldana cracks her, dude, and it's – I mean, it's flush, and it's I was it's heavy. heavy. I was happy with the way the fight started out. Can this guy like, came out putting the pressure putting on Putting the pressure, just what she face. needed to do. Aldana looked hesitant, hesitant yeah. at times. And then once Aldana figured out the timing and started putting together punches, like she cracked her and – uh, Kanitska, I didn't know what to do, so she just kept pressuring. Like she, like Aldana cracked her, and Kanitska, I said, "Fuck, I gotta go forward." And when she did, that was it. Fuck, right. cracked her again. Right. So, I mean, puts herself right back in the top, and you know, she's got to make weight though. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Or she's got to go up to. Well, we, we don't have a featherweight division, do we? It's kind of done, right? Kind of. Yeah. Um. I mean, does UFC even show women's featherweight no, rankings? No. Megan Anderson was yeah. unranked in the in the title fight against Nunez. Yeah, they don't have any listing for women's featherweight besides Amanda Nunez being the champ. Right. So heavyweight division, Ty Tuivasa versus Greg Hardy. This Man, was a fun fight. This, this was, was a fun a, fight. This was a performance of the night for uh, even though Tuivasa. I mean we know everybody knows how we feel about Hardy. Um, but man, Hardy cracks him. Yeah. And he rushes in, and that's the one thing you don't do against Ty. Everybody was and, saying it before this fight started as like. Greg Hardy's got first – you know, everybody who's picking Hardy had first-round knockout, which it could have happened, yeah, it, obviously. Yeah. But everybody was saying uh, Greg Hardy – the the one factor in this fight is Greg Hardy hasn't fought anybody with the leg kicks like Tui Vasa. We – I mean, we didn't see any we leg kicks. We didn't see it. We, we didn't, just, we didn't we have to. Few, but, I, I mean, mean, we didn't have to see any leg kicks, man. You got to love Ty Tui Vasa, man. Man, you got to love him, man. The, so, Ty Tui Vasa, 107 of the first round, KO. And uh, – Shoeys all around, even even a shoey with the Poirier hot sauce. He didn't like that too much. I don't think he saw it. I don't I, think that dude squirt, squirted a, a shit, shit ton. ton of it. And that shit ain't cheap. That shit's like ten, twelve dollars a bottle. Believe me, I bought I bought four of them. You're on the monthly fucking program. I am, um, my package should be coming in soon too. Yeah. So let's get tying there against um, Tom Aspinall. Let's fucking mm, do it. Let's do, you do really it. Want to do that? Nah, because I like both guys. Yeah, but no, that'd be, God, where I is, love both where's guys. Where's the heavyweight rankings? Aspinall's at thirteen. Ty's not even ranked. Let's see a let's see a uh, Tatu Ivasa, Walt Harris, or Tatu Ivasa, Sergi Spivak. Okay, I'm down. I'm down for whatever. Ty's Ty's in the Ty's in the mix, man, for sure. Um, do we even need to discuss the uh, the co-main event? Because it was. It Man. was lackluster. Dude. I could have been. I couldn't have been more dead wrong on that fight. 
I oh, picked, me too. I picked. Oh, me too. I, I, I called for a Wonder Boy knockout. Listen to me. I picked last week on the podcast, I picked Gilbert Burns sub in the third. And as the week went on, I convinced myself into Wonder Boy by decision. I said, this fight is going to go two ways. The I fight said, never touched the ground, which. I, I said, this fight could have gone two ways. I said, if this fight gets stopped, it's going to be Gilbert Burns either with like a one punch power knockout or a submission. Or I said, if this fight goes to a decision, there's no fucking way Gilbert Burns wins. If this fight goes to a decision, it's going to be Wonder Boy all the way. So, with that being said, Gilbert Burns comes out and, and fights Wonder Boy just about as good as you could fight him. Yeah, you picture perfect. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't flashy. No, it I mean, wasn't I don't exciting. Think you can beat. Wonder Boy flashy, unless you're Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis, the same type style, right? right. So, I mean, I, I'm happy for Gilbert Burns, yeah, because it gives him potential to get back in there with Usman or whoever. But, uh, so but, uh, I don't know, man. Like, so Burns, Burns knows he's not, you know, in line, but he called out a Masvidal, which I like that. Um, he said Nate and, and e- Edward. So, yeah, e- any any of those fights is is good for Burns. So, and that's assuming that Covington's getting the title shot. I'm not. I think he is. I think he is, man. You don't you don't think Edwards will jump him? No. Or you don't think money Usman, talks, bro? You don't think Usman will say no? I don't want Covington. I'll take you're Edwards. you're on that train, but why has it not been announced? Did <laughs> Usman want to take time off? Maybe he gets to. I don't like their manager. That uh. I don't know. Say yeah, I know. He's, all, yeah. he's a manager of a lot of guys. Right. But he's a shit-talking motherfucker, right. too. Um, let's move on, man, to the main, the third fight of the trilogy. Man. We're going to get we're gonna get a fourth fight. We're going to get a fourth fight. All three parties want it. Dana and the two Dude, guys. The fans want it. Fans want it. You can't end, you can't end the, one of the best rivalries in the UFC on that. But you cannot give Conor a title shot if – Porter no. goes in there and beats Oliveira. No, Connor. Connor would have to come back and beat like a a hooker or a Gaethje or Chandler. Even you but don't even. It doesn't though. even have to be a top five guy. It's not he gonna just, happen. It's not gonna happen. He could he could come back and beat Tony. Connor's gonna take the rest of the year off to to repair his for leg sure and get healthy for sure. If Poirier beats Oliveira in December, January, whatever, when Connor's ready to come back, he will get Poirier. No, I don't think he it, won't. It's not right. He will. No, he, he fucking will. I tell, I'm telling you, he won't. Dude, I would you, almost bet you, on it right now. It's 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 July you, 14th. I would bet you right now when Connor, if Poirier beats Oliveira and wins the title, Conor McGregor's first fight back will be Poirier for the title. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe just because it's it's, yeah, it's money. It's fucking and money. and it's Dana, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants and and all that. But man, you'd have you'd have anarchy. You'd have anarchy. I mean, he's one in five in the last in his last, you know, in the last his fucking wins five against years. a cowboy who's obviously faded. Cor- correct, and you know, and I love Connor. Was he's- that cowboy fight at one seventy or was it at one fifty five? Yeah, yeah. one seventy. But I love Connor. He's great for the sport. The sport's better when he's winning. But you cannot justify a title shot when he does come back. Um, now, so if Poirier he, loses that fight, I could see it happening again, or I could see a yeah. I could see a McGregor Dos Anjos fight because right. Dos Anjos has been speaking of Dos Anjos, yeah, he, he was the, the he was the alternate, right? Yeah, but, but what he's I, been he's the been, point the point I'm trying to make with Connor is like when he does come back, he does have to. I, I'm in the camp that he does have to take a fight, but it doesn't have to be a big name. He, I mean, 
Well, I mean, Tony would still be a big name, but I mean, like a higher ranked guy. Tony he, would be the one. Tony yeah, would be the one you, because he's Con- Faden. Yeah, yeah. You go in there, yeah. look look good against Tony. No, no disrespect to Tony. Um, but yeah, and then then you can sell it. But you you can't put Connor in there with a Hooker or a Chandler or a Gaethje because they're not, he's not winning those those fights. You don't think you can beat Dan Hooker? I, I like him against Hooker, but I Chandler Chandler Gaethje, Chandler Dar- and even a Darius. Dar- mm. He could maybe catch Daryush just because the speed, the speed I don't advantage. Think that fight sells over a Gaethje or no, Chandler, it doesn't, or no. even a Tony. Like right, you're right. The 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 Connor Tony, you could yeah for sure you could sell it for sure because they have the history, the McNuggets and all that shit. You know that that fight would definitely ain't a white that, privilege. Yeah, no man, dude, the fucking great line. Um, yeah, but Dustin definitely getting a title shot next. The fight, the fight was what it was, man. I mean, I don't, I. The fight was projecting in that way, but that guillotine was tight, dude. And who's it, – No, it, let's get to that. It the, was – it was two very, 10 eights. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Not at all. No, that, no that, way. That guillotine was tight. That, Poirier was in too much danger for it to be a 10-8 round. Way too much. That guillotine was tight. And, yeah, maybe his feet – Dustin's feet were in the cage and that helped him elevate maybe to get Connor, out. Maybe Con- – obviously, Connor had the cups on the gloves. And, and, and was trying but to pull him down Poirier for the up kicks. in the cage. Right, know? right. So, tit for tat on that. So, that, that washes out. So, but the fight, you know, the fight was projecting in Dustin's way. But but for somebody sure. somebody made a great point. You know, Oliveira lost the first round to Chandler. Bad, you know. And he he came back and knocked Chandler out. So, so – it's you a fight, know. you know what it's I mean. It's a so, fight. You never know. So you have to give. Eventually, down the line, you have to give Connor that people. You know, Dustin. Uh, that closure. I want to bring this up is Dustin was saying that he he thinks he fractured the leg on, on the a open, check on, on the check on the open right. right. But if you went back, I went back and watched it. Right before Connor breaks his leg, he throws a kick that lands on Dustin's elbow right there. Right. That's what fractured it because five seconds later, when they had the, I think the Joe team. slowed it down. It, did you see it on Joe's? page no, i don't remember i think I joe saw it. joe posted the same thing the same video you're because yeah. it, what it slowed it down it slowed it down yeah. but it was a it was a front kick that that part on connor's leg the tibia that broke landed right there on poirier's right elbow and when he pulled it back they reset they both throw the left hands they both miss it and then fractured it and then when he broke. put his weight on it it, it broke Snap, all the way yeah. right um i and 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 it, you know we don't know but I, I believe that when it, it happened in the first minute or so of the fight and Dustin points at him, I think that was more Connors trying to throw the calf kicks like Dustin did in the first round, and that's what and that's what Dustin was pointing. My at. thing is is like Dustin's whole thing is like this guy doesn't get in my head, this guy doesn't get in my head, but you could tell like the way Dustin comes out, Connor was in his fucking head. Not to the extent of the first fight, I Dustin's Dustin's a so. total. No, Dustin's a totally different guy, but he was definitely in his head, no doubt about that. I mean, like Dustin had ill will towards yeah, the guy, for rightfully sure. so, rightfully for sure. so, but for sure. I mean, but it wasn't to the effect that it was going to avoid, make him avoid his game plan. I mean, you can be. I think I think Dustin fought the fought the game plan he wanted. I mean, I mean, he was landing nasty elbows and stuff. I just feel like he was like rushing a lot of shit in the fight too. The the only defense that I can think of maybe the 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 leg the check was a legitimate reason why because it's so unlike Connor to to grab that guillotine it's so unlike Connor right I mean I mean it's MMA dude like yeah no like, but you you would never have that's when's the last time you seen Connor go for a, a submission so yeah. I mean I don't know what whatever happened I mean 
what happened happened. So we got to play it. You know, we got to play off that. So. I still don't think it was a fucking ten eight, man. No, definitely not, man. D- Dustin was in danger. I think we got to see it again. Yeah, for sure. I think we got to see just it again. us talking about it. The excitement that we've had just the last five minutes and talking it sells, about it. Too. I mean, it sells, it dude. Sells. It's two of the best fighters of all time for sure. So, um, but that wraps up. You have a great night, UFC uh, two sixty four. Um, we move on to UFC Vegas thirty one. Islam Makachev versus Tiago Moises headlines this card, and then we have Misha Tate. Returning after did you before, how long? How long has Misha been November, out? Six, November sixteen, yeah, five years. Five years, getting close so, to five years, a little over four. So we get her back. Did so. you see the thing to where Dana offered Khabib a GSP fight and Khabib said no? Really? That's yeah. crazy, dude. Because that was always the fight he wanted. I think he's done. Done. I think dude. he's done. Like legitimately done. Um, because he he's also said that uh, Oliveira, if Oliveira beats Poirier, that doesn't intrigue him either. If poor if who if Oliveira beats Poirier, keeps the title, that that doesn't intrigue him either. No. Which if it did, I'm sure he would already. I think the only it. I think the only guy that could have got it maybe a Chandler. Yeah, Connor. If Connor, Connor. went out there and mopped the floor and, nah, and he's yeah. he said back in the day he said Connor had to win like 15 in a row to even. To, and that Connor, was when that was when Khabib was still active. Connor can get under your skin enough, for sure. I think. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, fuck, dude. If you broke your tibia in a fight, your first fucking thoughts would you be able to fucking start promoting the second one? Fuck that guy. You know, like your, your wife's in my DMs. Yeah. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. He's just saying, like, fuck that guy. He didn't do shit. He didn't do nothing. He didn't check shit. Yeah. You know, he didn't check shit. Fuck him. I mean, dude. Like Joe like there with Joe a like sits broken down. leg. Yeah, dude. Joe like sits down cage side with him. That, oh, the the memes yeah, are crazy yeah, on this shit right now. All right, man, let's get into it. Um, the heavyweight starting out this card, man. Hargerio, man, dude. Nascimento. Nascimento versus Allen Bado. Bado, uh, yeah. Bado. Um, I want to say Bado's taking this fight on short notice. Uh, minus three thirty-five for Rodrigo and uh, Bado is plus two fifty-five. Don't know much about either guy. Um, Nasimino is eight Chris, and one. Chris Dacus did knock knock out um, Rodrigo in his last fight. Yeah, uh, Rodrigo's eight and one, one and one in the UFC. He's got two knockouts, six submissions. Um, he's a pretty moderate favorite here. If you don't want to call him a heavy favorite, like you said, he's coming off the loss of Dacus in October of last year. But Dawkins is beating everybody. Yeah, right yeah. I mean, that's not a bad loss at all, uh, and especially if it's your first loss, whatever. Uh, but O is 8-2. and two. He's 0-1 in the UFC. He's got seven knockouts and one disqualification win, and he's coming off a knockout loss to Tom Aspinall in October 20 on the same card. Right. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, but O trains with Cyril Gone. I mean, I, I just for, – For what that's worth. For right? what that's worth. I wanted right. to mention it. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but that's about the extent – Everything else is pretty much virtually identical. Um, yeah, that's about the extent six two six three eighty 6'2", 6'3", 80-inch reach, 79-inch reach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Nascimento, so – Yeah, I mean, I'm going to Taking chalk suit. there. I'm going to take Nascimento. I mean, he's, he seems to have the higher ceiling. Taking he's, chalk in this next one, five too. Years, five years younger, and he's got a – you know, he seems to have the ground game, so – I think if you can get out of the first round, whatever, we'll see. Taking ch- taking chalk here too, Francisco Figueredo, little figgy. Is he younger? No, nah, uh, maybe. maybe. Then why do we call him little figgy? 
Who's we? I never said that. His nickname is Sniper. Sniper. Malcolm He's 31. Gordon. I think I think Devison's like 33, 34. Okay. Malcolm Gordon, um, Figueredo minus three ten favorite. Gordon coming back at plus two fifty. Got a lean chalk here, man. Um, yeah, I mean, even though Francis Gordon's zero and two in his or no in the UFC, zero and two in the UFC, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, even though Figueroa's only win in the UFC is Jerome Rivera, which obviously we just talked about him. He's he's been zero and three, zero and four since he joined the UFC. It's not an impressive win. He's got three. He's twelve, three and one, three knockouts, seven submissions, two decisions. Um, but I mean, just the way he fights, he's explosive. And Malcolm, you've seen Malcolm Gordon. He's he's off the Canadian scene, so. I think you can argue if you had the Brazilian scene, Canadian scene, you would probably lean the Brazilian way. Right. Malcolm Gordon's twelve and five. Owen two in the UFC, you mentioned four knockouts, six subs, two decisions, and he's got four knockout losses and one submission losses. Out those are his five losses, four knockouts, one submission. He lost his UFC debut to um Amir Albazi. It was, was on short notice at Bantamweight. This fight's at Flyweight, if we didn't mention. And then he got fucking blitzed by Sue uh Mudergy, however you say his name. Sure. So you say it better. Yeah, I mean, uh, let me pull up the public here. Ninety-one percent decision. I would. I'm gonna have to follow suit and take a figgy for sure. Little figgy. Um, moving on here to the bantamweight division, Anderson Dos Santos, uh, come uh, versus Miles Johns. Um, minus one ninety for Johns. Uh. Dos Santos coming back at plus 145. I really like John's here. Yeah, I do too, man. Um, who was it? Um, He's got one He loss. just fought, didn't he? Uh, he just – his last fight was eight months ago against Kevin Natividad. No, yeah, Natividad. okay. And then he – and then Navidad just fought um, not too long yeah, ago as well. Yeah, and I think that was the Usman Burns card. Or, yeah, Usman Burns card, I think. Anyway, uh, Miles Johns is eleven and one, two and one in the UFC, three knockouts, two subs, six six decisions. This dude's got some pop in his hands too. He's got wins over Navidad, Cole Smith. He's even got a win in the LFA over Adrian Yanez, who's getting ready to fight uh, Randy Costa. That's a fun fight, right? His only loss is to Mario Batista, which, as you know, Mario Batista's got fucking awesome hands, and it took a flying knee to do that. So, I mean, that was a fun fight. On the other side, you got Anderson Dos Santos is twenty one and eight, one and two in the UFC, five knockouts, twelve submissions, four decisions. Uh, he shared the cage with guys like Martin Day, and won that one. Andre Yule, uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov, Ricky Simon, Victor Henry. So he's he's fought good competition. I just I like what I see out of Miles Johns. I'm going to run that way. I think he can stay off the mat and he can piece them together up against the cage or something. I think you see a Miles Johns knockout here. I couldn't have said it better myself, buddy. Yeah. Um, sticking in the bantamweight division, uh, Khalib Taha versus Sergey Mazara. Maz, how you say it? Morozov. Morozov. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Taha minus one sixty five favorite. Morozov. Moro. How did I? Morozov. I think I had it and then I lost it. Yeah, Morozov. Um, what I'm gonna say. Plus one thirty five. The underdog. Man, dude, this is a tough one, dude. I, I like the underdog here. I like Morozov. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Taha. Morozov is coming off a loss to uh, Umar Namagamadov. I think that was earlier this year. He was supposed to fight this. He's supposed to fight D-Rod. 
No, that I think that was a a a, a, oh, a, a that's a, the other a one. car a boo a booba car Namagamade off was right, supposed right, to fight right. D Rod. Right, right, one eighty five. What the yeah, fuck? So, yeah, so I mean one seventy. Sergey Mazov, sixteen and four. He's got the one loss to Namagamadeov in the UFC. He's fought another guy we've mentioned earlier, uh, Mazovar Evlov. He's fought good competition. He's fought in uh, what was the fucking what was the promotion he fought in? I don't remember. Who? Mirazov, the guy we're talking about. Um, he's fought M1. in Yeah, M one. I was gonna say Rising, but I, I knew it wasn't Rising. Risen? Is it Risen or Rising? It's, it's rising. rising. Don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> That'll fuck me up every time. Anyway, M one. So he's you know he's got the good promotion behind him. I just like the I like the the underdog here. Taha is thirteen and three, one and two in the UFC with one no contest. He's nine knockouts, two submissions, two decisions. He's coming off a loss to uh, Rahoni Barcelos, who just lost to Valiv, Tamir Valiv, right. in a close fight. I like I like Barcelos too. He's a really good fighter. That was a unanimous decision in twenty. wasn't really a close fight. He's got an arm triangle win over Bruno Silva. And uh, I think that fight got overturned for a failed drug test on Tazin, but I don't know what the, if it was pod or what. I don't know if it's I don't think it was PEDs. I'll put it that way. Okay. I just like the underdog value here. Uh, what you said, plus one thirty-five on Morozov. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Chalk here, but I don't. I don't. I don't hate them. I don't hate the Sergey. I think I'm gonna put some money on on Sergey here. I'm not betting this week. Um, really at all? Nah, I may I may take Tate just because I love her, but uh. I don't know. It, there's not a lot of value, man. I mean, I can't. You can't. You can't take Makachev. No, you can't. We'll get to it's that. Six to one odds. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, another big favorite here. Women's strawweight division. Amanda Lima's versus Monastrat Ruiz. Um, uh, Canajo, I think is what they call her. Canajo. Minus five hundred for Lemos. Uh, man. I mean, I just got to go with her because, I mean, you can't. She's got an amazing stand up. Her last fight against uh Souza, she fucking blitzed her. But, but even this, I mean, she, this is the girl that beat Cheyenne Bates, Bays, and she right. smothered her. Bays, right, Bates couldn't get her off of her. Yeah, and I loved it, but you just can't. I can't take myself. I, I liked. I, I liked how she, you know, how I she fought. Say she in that was fight. a pretty hefty underdog in that fight against right. Bates too. Right. So maybe. I mean, maybe. Lightning strikes twice here, but I don't man, know, man, I can't. I, I, I can't. like Limos' yeah. stand up a lot better. Than I'm, Bay's. I'm excited. Let me let me say this. I'm excited to watch this fight because I think it's closer than the odds say. But yeah. I've got to I've got to pick Limos because I mean or Limos because it's minus five hundred. Yeah. So I I mean Amanda Limos has got the knockout power in that weight division. You don't see a lot of knockouts at fucking strawweight, right? Or no, this ain't even strawweight. This yeah. is strawweight. Yeah, okay. Rose, other yeah, than Rose. Yeah. yeah, I mean Limos's knockout power at one fifteen is fucking amazing, right? And she's got a four inch reach advantage. So as long as she can keep Ruiz or Conejo off of her, you know, she can keep the distance. She's gonna win this fight easily. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. It, it's it's a fun fight. It really from here on out is pretty fun fights. Um, moving on to welterweight division. Did you have anything else? No, sir. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez versus Preston Parsons. This is your prelim headliner. Uh, yes. Yes. This is my this is my uh, pick for fight of the night, man. Really? Yes. Uh, don't know much about Preston Parsons, although the the little research I have is is um. He does have he does have uh, submissions. Yeah, so, I mean he's got a respectable resume for right you know, for a for, for a, a twenty six year old guy on the regional scene. Right? right, for sure. Um, so he's I like 
Well, styles make fights. So, I mean, you know, D-Rod wants to keep it standing and, and get the viral knockout. Parsons uh, obviously wants to get it to the ground and look for the submission. Um, so, I don't I don't have odds on this fight. Okay, okay, you gave them to me. Minus 250 for D-Rod and plus 198 for Parsons. Yeah, I had to get those off FanDuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like D-Rod here, but I think it's, again, I think it's a very close fight around the 150 range is what I would have D-Rod at. I know he's I know he's minus 250 because of the short notice. We were supposed to get Nermaga made off here. If if D-Rod was younger, I would think he was a title contender. He's just so old for that, for where he is in his It's going to catch up to him eventually, right? Yeah. I mean, father time's uh, undefeated. I mean, you, you mentioned it. Preston Parsons is 9-2. Making his USCW, stepping in for uh, a Bubakar, Nermaga made off. All nine of his wins come the submission. He's ranked the number six welterweight in Florida, which ain't saying a whole lot. Whatever that means, I right? I mean, out of his two losses, his only knockout losses to Mike Perry in July of 2015. Who D-Rod just beat. Who D-Rod just beat. And we said he was going to knock the fuck out of Mike Perry, but he didn't. Um, yeah, D-Rod's 14-2. and two. <clears throat> Really, he's 16-0. and 0. He didn't lose the fight to Nicholas Dobby that, if you go back and watch it, I just – I don't know. I, I had – Rodriguez picked in that fight, and I honestly don't think he lost that fight. I don't either, but what's his other loss? Uh, it's outside of the UFC, okay. which I don't think he really lost that fight either. Uh, his last four are Mike Perry, unanimous decision in, in April. Dwight Grant knocked him out in the first round of August of 20. Gabe Green, unanimous decision in May of last year. And then he subbed out Tim Means in February 20. And looking at what Tim, Tim Means has been able to do recently, I think that's a pretty damn good win. Yeah, I'm roll, I'm rolling D Rod here. Yeah, ninety three percent of the public's on D Rod, seventy one percent knockout. I don't and know. And that's just off the name. Yeah, I don't know if I'll take him knockout, but I definitely right. think he's gonna I mean, you don't know. I mean, guys stepping in short notice like Preston Parsons with like a week or two's notice, he's gonna try to go out there and get him early. So I could right. see Daniel Rodriguez maybe with the KO three. I got you. Definitely going knockout, mate. Uh but we said that like you said, we said that against Perry and it ended up a unanimous decision. We don't we, we'll learn a lot about Parsons here. Right. It's going to depend on Parsons' gas tank. Right. Especially she, stepping in uh, short, short notice. notice. Right. Uh, featherweight division, Billy Quarantillo versus Gabriel Benitez. Yeah, this is my pick for fight of the night. I like – This is your opening main card. Right. I like I like the underdog here. Billy Quarantillo. I love Billy one, Quarantillo here. I don't understand why he's the underdog. Plus 170. I don't – yeah, I may lay – yeah, I may lay money on that. Uh, Benitez is filling in for – yeah, Minus – He's – Go ahead. Benitez minus two fifteen. I just wanted to get that out for you. Yeah, Benitez is stepping in short notice for Herbert Burns here. Uh, He's had a little bit more time than Parsons. I mean, he's had a a month or so. Uh, Benitez is twenty two and eight, six and four in the UFC, eight knockouts, ten subs, four decisions. Uh, He missed weight in May to fight Jonathan Pierce, and when they offered the fight to Jonathan Pierce, he said he said he didn't want to take it because he didn't want to give his opponent that advantage. Um. He's coming off of a, his last fight was against Justin James with it was like a knee to the body or some shit. It was a fight. It was a fight. Have we I, checked on Justin James? I don't know. I'm I haven't checked on Justin James. I don't even know if he's in the UFC anymore. But I mean, uh, he didn't get paid for his last fight. A win over Justin James doesn't mean much anymore. No, it doesn't. But I'm just saying. I mean, I just wanted to check on the guy. So man. on the other side, you got Billy Quarantino, who's the underdog here. Doesn't make any sense to me. I will have money on Billy Quarantino. Fifteen and three, three and one in the UFC, six knockouts, five submissions, four decisions. He's coming off a lo- uh, unanimous decision loss against Gavin Tucker in December of last year at the Figgy Moreno card. But he's got wins over guys like Kyle Nelson in September last year knockout, Spike Carlisle unanimous decision in May of last year. 
uh, Jacob Kilboard and uh, Kumwella Kirk on the Contier series knocked him out in the third round. Who he just stepped in on short notice and beat uh, Armia Connie. Right. I believe Quarantillo wins this fight. However, and I, I want my official pick on the podcast to be Quarantillo. However, we don't we 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 mention it, but we haven't really talked about it. Me and Sean are in a pick'em league, and we're getting in our last three weeks here, and I'm about middle of the pack, so I may take Benitez just to try to get one up on you because you're in first. That's kind of unfair, though. I'm I'm giving you my picks like five, I don't give four a days fuck. in advance. Three I don't advance. give a fuck. I'm taking Quarantillo decision here. I won't but change it if he catches him. But I'll change it to Benitez. No, I, I'm not. Anthony Bene, Benitez got to make weight here. True. Benitez got to make um, weight. Let's move on here to the – lost my place. Rodolfo um, Vera. It's a no, middleweight fight. Middleweight fight. Rodolfo yeah. Vieira versus Dustin. Stolzfus. 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 Stoltz. There's an L in there. Stolzfus. Stolzfus. That's what I said. Okay. Stolzfus. Minus 250 for Vieira. Stoltzfus. Plus 195. Do you remember uh, Rodolfo Vieira's last fight? February. We were at Greg's house. You got to remember this shit. Uh, I don't. He fought Anthony Hernandez, and he was all over him in the first round, like suffocating him, and then he gassed. Like That's the worst I've ever seen anybody gas. Okay. Yeah, I and do. Anthony Hernandez subbed him. Dude's 7-1 and one with one knockout and six submissions. He's a he's a, like a, multi, a multi-time fucking black belt champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like, he's got all the fucking ribbons and banners in jiu-jitsu. She- but, I mean, he's coming off his first career loss. Anthony has mentioned that submission guillotine choke in the second round in February. Uh, Stolzfus is 13-2. He's 0-1 in the UFC. And that was a short-notice fight against Kyle Dawkins. If this fight gets out of the first round, I'm leaning Stolzfus. I don't know if I'll pick him as far as the podcast or the, uh, the league we're in. Seventy-nine <laughs> percent of the public's on Vieira, eighty-five percent submission. I'm gonna go Vieira submission in the first, simply because I'm hoping he comes back with a point to prove after that embarrassing loss of gassing. But I, there's no reason for me to trust his fucking gas tank. The black belt hunter is his nickname. Well, he's got it. I'm gonna go Stoltzis. I don't blame for you no either. reason, other than. I mean, Dawkins is not a bad other than this. Other than the slam that he had on Dana White's Contender Series. Oh, shit. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Against uh, Cypher, Joe Cypher. Yeah. So, yeah. And that what – he's the one that got hurt, right? Yeah. Fucked yeah. his arm up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's the that's what sticks in my head uh, other than other than Vieira versus Anthony Hernandez gassing. I didn't remember that when you asked me, but I, I did remember it Um, after you said that. I mean, it's just like it was so fucking weird. Like he looked awesome in the first round. Yeah, I, I mean, I like, remember it, but I was dead. pretty dude. He couldn't do shit, dude. All honestly, I was pretty fucked up. Oh, um, uh, by the end of that fight, I think we by the end of that card, we were all fucked up. Um, Matisse Gamrot, the gamer, gamer, gotta throw that out there. Jeremy Little Heathen Stevens Owen, taking Gamrot Owen, just because his he is the original fucking gamer. He's the gamer, bro. On this podcast, he's the he's the he gamer, is bro. The gamer, not um, only on the podcast, but in the real life. Yeah, mine, dude, dude, he heathen, bro. Is he done? Little little heathen. I mean, he's losing to top guys, but he's this is the first fight back at lightweight since December of uh, 2012, and he lost. He got knocked out by Yves Edwards. 
This is his first fight back at 155. God, I didn't know, know that. He's a he's a big fan. Well, I didn't know like I didn't know that was the last time he fought. Yeah, him. yeah, man. So Stevens is back at light at lightweight here, and you know, in featherweight he was a bigger guy in most of his matchups, and uh, Gamrot is a as a smaller lightweight, so I don't think he's going to have any kind of speed advantage or anything over him. Gamrot is one and one in the UFC. He lost his uh, UFC debut with a split decision, which could have went either way. A lot of people had him in that fight. In his last fight against Scott Holzman, he knocked him out in performance of the night and the knockout in the second round. Right. Um, I don't know, man. Like Steven Stevens is I, a gamer in his own right, dude. For sure. I mean, fuck, dude. For sure. I mean, he's he, the OG gamer. He's fifteen, seventeen in one no contest. Seventeen. Yeah, in the UFC, fifteen, seventeen in the UFC, nineteen knockouts, two subs, seven decisions. If Jamie Stevens comes out here and knocks out Gamrot in the first round, would I be surprised? Absolutely not. Um, I just, I mean, he he can take punishment too. I I can see this being a, a three round bloodbath, but I really think Gamrot is a up and comer, and I'd like to see him get a stoppage. So I'm gonna pick him knockout in the third round. I like it. I'm gonna go decision. Um, for Gamrot, but man, Stevens, dude, I don't know, man. I, he's a little, he's getting a little glass jolly though. So I don't, that, I that, don't that push against close kind of pissed me off, man. Yeah, and I I, I kind of just want to see. You know, Him get his fucking karma. Yeah. Yeah. Karma karma's a, a mirror, not a bitch. Damn, bro. Damn, bro. Hell yeah. All right, Dustin. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, so Gamrod for me, decision, but I, I I could see a knockout. Um Bantamweight division in the women's, uh, the return of the former champion. Uh if she's not already the future UFC Hall of Famer. I don't Misha. know. I don't know if she is or not. Misha Tate, former champion. Were you always high on Misha Tate? Yeah, as far as I can remember, I, you were. I I had her in I had her in the second Rousey fight. I thought I thought she had learned from her mistakes, which she did for the first two fight or first two rounds. I, mean, I was gonna say that was the one that went to the third right. Third round, and she got caught in the armbar again. Dude, remember like Rousey had like a streak of like eight fucking armbars. I remember like that was when yeah. I was first getting back into it or kind of like out of it. I came over here and watched her fight Kat Zangano. We were like, we were waiting for this fight all fucking night, and it was over in like fifteen seconds. Yeah, Holly Holm was on that card. It was she like, fought uh, Raquel. Was that Holly Holm's debut? That was Holly Holm's debut. Yeah, she fought I remember Pennington. that. Remember that? Um, yeah, dude, that Cat fight was. I, dude, I had Cat versus Rousey. I had, I was a Rousey dude, hater for a while. Admit, don't admit that, dude. Shit. I had, I was a Rousey hater for a while, dude. But the thing, the fucked up thing about it is, is I picked fucking Rousey over Holly Holm. And then that's the fight she lost. Like, yeah, go yeah. figure. I was, that's how, that's I was just always wrong on Rousey, one way or another. A, I got a day off work on that Amanda Nunez-Rousey fight. I picked the Nunez, and, and Brian picked uh, Rousey. Like, no way she's going to lose. I said, well, if Nunez wins, you work for me tomorrow. Hell yeah. yeah. That was a Saturday. Yeah, I was supposed to work that Saturday. Because LSU, LSU Oh, no, football. that was uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, that was a that Friday. That was a Friday was a card. card. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah, LSU had like a, a bowl game the, that Saturday morning, and I didn't want to miss it for work, so yeah. I made the bet Hell so yeah. I could watch All it. All right. Hell yeah. Um, Marion anyway. Renault is the underdog here, which is a little bit surprising. A little bit. Um, Tate's minus 130. Renault's at plus 105. Um, Both these girls, like, losses are, are yeah. pretty much the same people, besides Tate actually fought Rousey and, and, and fought, like – in, in tougher spots. Yeah, man. Renault is a is a pioneer of women's MMA, kind of in the same breath as we always thought of uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, not the best record, but, you know. 
all of our losses are decisions. Right. Six of them are unanimous. You know, and names, too. Season. Yeah. Big names. I mean, they've both fought Cat Nagano. They've both fought Holly Holm. Uh, just Renault's ran into Macy Chesson, really, who's a, who's up and coming. That was this year. Raquel Pennington, June of last year. Kanisaga, March of 19, and Zagano in 18. Um, so this is the first year she's fought twice in the same year since 2018. And this is it for her pretty well. You know, for sure if she loses, she's probably done. Even if she wins, there's a good chance she's done. She's, what, 44 years old? Right. So I'm, I'm hoping to see her go out on a high note. I'm going to take her decision, and I'm going to put some – I'm going to put – a unit or two on her just because, you know, Misha Tate's been gone since November of 16. We don't really know what to expect. If you believe ring rust is a real thing, it's got to have an effect here. So uh, the the pick is Renault decision. Right. Um, You're taking I'm tape? Take, I'm taking tape by decision. I don't love it. I could definitely see – I mean, ring rust is a thing, dude. Um, So I'm taking tape, but it could definitely go Renault's way. Oh. Uh, on Saturday night, main event of the evening. Uh, I think we, I think everybody knows who we're taking, but it's just how Islam Makachev minus six fifty. It's ridiculous, um, six to one odds, man. But it's about right. Do you um, think so? Yeah, dude, he's That's, that motherfucker, dude. Really? Yeah, he's I mean, in the Tiago Moises. He's a top five lightweight, in my opinion. Tiago Moises is not that bad of a fighter. He's young too. He's only like 25, 26. Yeah. Tiago Moises plus four forty. Uh, as the underdog, so if you see, if you if you think it's what's Makachev's biggest win was it Dober in March? Dober, dude, Dober. That, he made Dober look like yeah. He and, didn't know what the. I mean, was. I had Dober, I believe, and that's what a lot of these Dagestan guys do. They're so much they bigger do. than their opponents, and they just smother the fuck out of. Them. As Khabib says, dude, they just take you in to the fucking deepest part of the ocean and yeah, drown, drown you. Yeah, and that's like, exactly what Makachev's done. Um, since, it's just since the word go. Yeah, man. It's just another level, dude. I mean, he's getting the respect he deserves, man. Joe and them were talking him up. Yeah, it's pretty like, high you know, on Those guys dodging him. Uh, what is he ranked? Because six, seven. I'm, I've got it. Something right. like that. I've got it right here. He is uh, nine. Nine. Damn. But the only the dude. Guess who's ranked ten? Gregor Gillespie. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. dude. I'm high on Gillespie. Yeah, but I mean everybody ranked it. But I take Makachev over him like big. Really? Like yeah. close. Yeah. Like like both of them got gas tanks. I just think the size advantage for Makachev in that fight would be ridiculous. But everybody Yeah, know, dude, Makachev could fight at one seventy. No doubt. Easy. Yeah. yeah all no the doubt. Dagestan guys fight. Yeah. Like, you know, they just cut weight like fucking yeah. savages. And they're easy too, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm I mean, taking Makachev yeah. sub by Darsh Choke. Wow! Not Second only, round. Not only is he picking the method, he's picking the the fucking variation of them. You know that's what we fucking do here on the Jab Podcast, dude. We we give out winners. Okay. Not I, not really me so much over the past couple months. I got but, I got one. I got Shawnee Shawnee for sure. I'm taking Magachev decision. Taking Moy's ass by with, decision. With has there ever been a ten seven before? Oh, that's what we we're just saying. Like, there's never been. Okay. But sugar. Sugar could have got one in that first Magachev's round. Magachev's either going to have the first ever 10-7 or, or, or two 10-8s. <laughs> or 10-6. <six. laughs> yeah. I mean, this Like, is, how would you get a 10-6, dude? Like, just not even – like, just lay down? Like, you get, you get like, a fucking triangle choke in the mount position and you're, like, teabagging them for 15 minutes. Yeah, and, like, spanking him on the ass and, <laughs> like – so fucked up. Like, f- grabbing his ass like fucking Izzy. Gay. Uh, 
Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I mean, this is Makachev's fight from the word go. Um, let's just hope Herb Dean's not the ref. I'm I'm pretty well out on him. Uh, I don't have anything more to add to this, man. I mean, 94% of the public's on Makachev here, 60% decision. I just don't think Moises has a chance. There's a lot of room for Moises to grow. He's, like I said, he's 26 years old. He, he's got a career, a future in the UFC. I don't think losing this – this is a win-win for him no matter what. Win or lose, it's a win-win for Moises. Um, if he wins, holy shit, it's a real big deal. But if he loses, you know, hey, you're expected to lose. Yep, I got you, man. Um, well, that's all we got, dude. Real um, quick, I want to yeah. I want to recap something. Your your fight of the night and your two performance of the night picks. Makachev. Performance. Yes. Um, give me shit, dude. You said your fight of the night was yeah. Uh, my fight of the night is uh, Daniel Rodriguez and Preston Parsons. No, what you said? it's um. Damn it! I don't forgot it now, motherfucker. Anyway, I'll run through mine real quick. Billy Quarantillo and Gabriel Benitez is my fight of the night. My performance of the night is Matsus Gamrot. And I don't think they'll give it to Daniel Rodriguez, even though I think he's going to knock him out. Uh, it's going to be a little figgy. Francisco Figueiredo. Um, Francisco Figueiredo, Gamrot's my performance of the night. Billy Quarantillo and Benitez will be my fight of the night. Um, give me D-Rod as the other performance, and I don't want to say my fight of the night in case I say a different fight, and then earlier in the podcast, it was a different fight, so so just go back and listen, and that's my fight said, of the night. I think you said Rodriguez Parsons. No, I don't. No, it was a prelim, bro. It, I think it, it was Ta- No, I think it was Taha and Sergey. It's who I said. I think that's who I had circled. All right, well, that's what I'm but I now. But I switched my fucking sheet, so that's what fucked me up. I'm just um, writing down for you. All right. Maserati. If it's different, if it, I want credit from the first fight I said. If it's different, um, <laughs> because yeah, because I had all my notes out and shit, so I had that shit circled. Um, yeah, let's fucking plug the socials, even though we're not active on fucking social media as we should be, but sure. we're gonna work on it. At the Jab Podcast on Twitter or at the Jab Podcast on Instagram, at the Jab Podcast on TikTok. Got to get on TikTok. Um, at Sean Dogby on on uh, Twitter, uh, at AJ No Styles is my personal Instagram. Get at us on that. Let's fucking interact, dude. Let's let's you know. Got to get back active. Yeah, dude. Let's get active. Um, and the the pick the pick'em league we've talked about. If any of you guys want in, dude, yeah, just shoot us shoot us a DM. Get inside yeah. those DMs uh, and let next, us know, bro. Next season, what is two three weeks away? Uh. What we do is the, we do the last them. the last fight in this because we do ten cards. It's July thirty first is the last. That's what I was gonna say. We do so, it, we do ten card seasons at so, the end of at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, I think the top three guys uh, get money. So so if you want in, it sounds interesting. Hit at hit us, at man. Us. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interactive. Um, so that wraps up episode fifteen. Yeah, baby. Let's uh, y'all have a good weekend, and we'll recap this next week. Love you, bye. See ya.